This is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Well, you've heard him definitely either in the orchestra pit or maybe playing an organ, maybe playing dual pianos. It is Mark Gifford I'm talking to. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You reached out to me recently and were it, you told me about um, these these comfort songs. Now, I, I don't know a whole lot about these, but you told me that they have they have tens of thousands of views and people have been listening all over the world. What is this? What are these comfort songs? When we were when we were told that church wasn't going to happen anymore and that we were to stay home, I basically came down with nothing to do like a lot of artists. Right. So I chose to go into the cathedral at night by myself, and I recorded some hymns on the cathedral pipe organ. Mm -hmm. And then one a day, starting back in March, I think the 28th, I started posting on Facebook comfort music from the cathedral. One song a day on the cathedral pipe organ. Uh, One day I used one of the pianos at the church, but for the most of them, they were all just... A song a day. Whatever came to mind that I wanted to play. Now that we're back to church, I've stopped that. But on Facebook, there are 78 days of comfort music. And I duplicated those on YouTube. And we've had over 57,000 times that that music has been listened to. Oh. And I've heard from across America, Canada, Ecuador, England, Norway, Austria, Australia, and China. Wow. All over the world there. Yeah. That's cool. Again, I was just doing something because I had to do something. Oh, yeah. With the idea being that, well, the people that come to that know the Cathedral Pipe Organ, if they can't come to church, this is one way that once a day they can listen to it. Absolutely, yeah. And it's blown up into this worldwide experience. That's awesome. Beyond my wildest imagination. Yeah, that is that is super cool. We were definitely going to. Uh, we'll have a, we'll have links to that as well. We'll we'll make sure people can see those. Um, definitely sure. as well. Um, w- one of the things I, um, well, well, before I jump into um, some of your work with dual piano, and so I want to get a basically just a little, little bit of history here. Um, how you got your love for music, and how you started doing theater, doing music, uh, doing you know, doing church as well, doing church music. How how did you how did everything come together here in Springfield or wherever you used to live or Uh, I'm a transplant. I moved here in 1993. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, My family bounced between Granite City and Belleville. Um, And in sixth grade, which was a long time ago, the, the, the oddest thing happened. The local music store in Belleville, which back then was Ludwig Music, they've been out of business for years, offered to put a little home organ in one sixth grade classroom. Mm. with the idea that the teacher could use that for music or it could be used if you get your workbook done, you can play with the organ with the headphones on, you know, kind of a a teaser to see what happened. 
Yeah. And and I know this is true because the principal said this to me when they talked about what classroom they were going to put that in at Jefferson Grade School in Belleville. They agreed that it would be my classroom. <laughs> All right. Because there was this boy who back then was just considered a boy uh, who got bored easily. Yeah. And that was my classroom. Mrs. Hunt's sixth grade classroom at Jefferson Grade School at Belleville, Illinois. And that organ went in, and at that moment, I was mesmerized. I had grown up listening to organ at church. I was living in Belleville and Granite City. We would go to the Fox Theater, and when I heard Stan Can play the big organ there, that was it. I was hooked. Nice. And when my, when my father died last year, and we finally were cleaning out the house of furniture and stuff, in my mother's cedar chest were two copies of the program of the very first time that I played in public in 1965. Oh, that is awesome. That is super cool. Yeah, two copies of it. So I have front and back, the newspaper article, the whole bit. Nice. That is that is super cool. I love yeah. Kind of running across things like that. That's awesome. Yeah. That I had no idea she had them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is, yeah, that is so, and so, yeah. So since you, um, so, so that, yeah. So that first, uh, that first performance in public, do you have, um, do, do you, do you remember what, I mean, you have the program, you know what it was. Do you, you remember that? I mean, obviously you remember that performance. Right. That was, Back uh, in Belleville, mm-hmm. they would take all of the sixth graders that were going to the junior high and teach them all the same set of songs. Mm-hmm. And then we would all meet at the junior high that we were going to go to and have a concert together of all the sixth graders. And I played organ as part of that concert. Nice. Now, caveat forward, about 10 years ago, I was doing a concert in Belleville at the Lincoln Theater, and the principal that signed the piece of paper that let that organ come into the school was walking up to buy a ticket. And I jumped out of the theater because I was in the lobby, and I went, he doesn't pay for a ticket. He gets to come in free. Oh, nice. Because if it wasn't for him, there wouldn't be a concert today. (laughs) Bob Job, God rest his soul. So that was the start. And then after that, you get into high school and I got into community theater in high school. Um, I actually didn't start playing the piano. I actually started acting on stage Nice. uh, with community theater. So I acted in two shows and then the next show came, came along and they needed a piano player. And I accepted that one. And I've been playing piano in theater since I was 15. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You've been doing piano. I mean that's a yeah long, long time. a long time yeah but no but that's a lot a lot of people know you for and you have um you have this great show that you you and Damian Kaplan put on several times a year called Dual Piano tell me a little bit about that I grew up in the days when Ferranti and Teicher were the big piano duets and a lot of people don't remember those names but they were two guys, two grand pianos. Sometimes they had a full orchestra, sometimes they didn't. And I remember um, hearing their record albums. And I jokingly say that I'm the only kid in the neighborhood whose mom asked me to turn up my music in my room 
uh, because I came home with Ferrati and Tyser records. Nice. And I heard these duets, and I'm going, one of these days I'm going to do that. When I met Damien, he was 10 years old singing in the children's choir at Christ the King Church. And I watched this kid all through grade school, all through high school, through his college, graduation. And one day I said to him, I want you to meet me. I want to, I want to try something. And I talked to him about the two piano thing, and he wasn't that wild about it. But we went into a piano store, and we had two grand pianos. And I gave him the music to Tonight from West Side Story. And I said, here, play the accompaniment. And he played the accompaniment. I played the melody part. And I said, now, double it. <laughs> Knowing that he could add to it and ad lib. And I, oh, yeah. and that was the beginning of dual piano right then and there. And we had, we had decided to do it. And we were going to perform for first night that first time, what, eight years ago now? Nine years ago? Something like mm. that. And uh, it's just exploded from then. Goodness, yeah, it's it is yeah that is one of the that yeah, that is one of the highlights. Um, uh, I mean, not you know not only for first night, but I mean these have evolved into several different shows for um, different themes. There's a Christmas you guys did a Christmas show one a couple of times, I think, and yeah, it's we we, we have we are the Christmas weekend, the weekend before Christmas. We are yes. the Christmas show and have been for three years now and hope to be as long as we can continue to do it. Oh yeah, they're they're wonderful. I hope to be able to get to get to one uh, after everything you know, everything's been you know, everything gets uh, we're through with everything with COVID and everything. Um, yes, so, exactly. Yes, and um, so I also want to talk about uh, once once we're back to doing everything what it, you also told me about um, the, the first Friday concerts. Um, tell me a little bit about when I took well. I, I took over at the cathedral in August of 2016, and there was a desire to have concerts at the cathedral. But of course, like everything else, you need sponsors and 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 uh, the Staub family agreed to sponsor the first year of first Friday concerts, and nine months of the year. First Friday of the month at seven o'clock, we have a free concert in the cathedral, and we've had everything. We've had organ, we've had string quartet, we've had high school and college kids. Uh, one night was half the concert was soprano, and the other half was oboe. Uh, we've had two trombone concerts. We've had a harp concert. Uh, I just reach out to all of the talent that I can find in the area and give them an opportunity to perform in one of the most beautiful acoustic rooms in all of central Illinois, and that's yeah. the Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception. Yeah. Uh, we've had organists from as far away as Germany and Austria uh, come to play the organ. If the November concert goes through, we'll be bringing up one from St. Louis to come and play a concert. Nice. Uh, I'm hoping if September concert happens, that'll be brass quintet and organ. Ooh. So we're just doing a whole diversity of things there at the cathedral, nine Friday months of a year. Super. That's, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's and they're free. free. And they're free. So you guys can go to them or whenever we really go to them, you should go to these because they are, yes, they're great. Um, so, um, 
Let's see. Do you, um, do you do piano lessons? A little. Okay. Uh, there are so many teachers out there uh, that are qualified and do a wonderful job. Uh, I have a tendency to be the piano teacher when somebody's saying, I heard you do this in the concert. How do you do that? Uh, yeah. And I've had beginning students, uh, but I enjoy the ones that already play, and then they hear something in what I do that maybe they didn't learn from their teacher. Mm-hmm. And, and they'll come and take lessons from me to just learn that other thing. All right. I've taken beginner students. I'm happy to. Um, I have one right now. Of course, with the, the lockdown, we've, qu- we've quit all of that. Right. Um, and then I've got um, uh, three organ students. All right. Well, we got to make sure people know how to play the organ at the high school and the one at the cathedral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right. So, uh, so Mark, where can people find uh, these comfort songs or if there are any of the first Friday concerts that are out there? Um, where would they be able to find those? The two places they will find them are named the exact same thing in both places. Okay. On Facebook... You look up sacred sounds, sacred spaces. All right. The four different words, sacred sounds, sacred spaces, a space between them. And you'll find that on Facebook. And there you'll see not only all of the comfort music things, but eventually I'll start putting things up from the first Friday concerts also. They're on the exact same page on YouTube. Sacred sounds, sacred spaces. Okay, awesome. And we will we will link to those as well so people will be able to watch them and listen to them. Mark Gifford, thank you so much for being on this interview with me. I enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much. We'll be doing this again soon. Thank you very much.